0: The Stanley Cup final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
2: Life and football are very similar. Without an identity, you will not achieve
3: your ultimate prize. Defense wins championships.
1: Pride and passion meet success. You got to love what you do.
3: Thank you for listening
1: to the East West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitney, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza.
3: Thank you for watching another live edition of the East West Football Podcast. I am Fidel Barraza. alongside with me, like always, Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, Walter Stringer. What's going on, guys? Week
1: fourteen,
2: man. It's it's already the end of the season, Kendall. What are you saying, week fourteen? For man, like it's like a it's like, a, it's like a, one of those moments, right? You don't want it to end, man. You know, because yeah. But we, who knows, man? We have XFL, and I think with Walt, I mean. With Walt, football never ends, right, Walt? Draft season, XFL? What do you think?
0: Uh, not much of the XFL, but uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 draft season. Of course, you know, football season never truly ends, man. But this is pretty much the most fun time of the year, I think. Yeah.
3: For sure. Yeah, and with that being said, uh, so week 14 just wrapped up last night as the Patriots uh, dominated the second half against the Arizona Cardinals. Unfortunately, Kyle Murray tore his ACL uh in the first quarter of the game uh so obviously things have not gone well for arizona this season but what stood out to you guys the most this week
1: um i go ahead and start out man i think um the miami dolphins past couple of weeks they've been struggling uh two good deep well i don't want to call the Chargers a good defense because they've had they got a lot of injuries but we've seen uh, a week four last about with the niners had. they had they shrunk that offense up and they how they did them and Tua really struggled through a couple of pits, got sagged he was hurt a little bit um we look at the Chargers. Chargers were missing like five or six stars. I think I seen, and um, two just couldn't, they, they could that offense could not get in rhythm. The one big play they did have was the Tyreek Hill, beat down the side on the right side. And I mean, then um Tyreek, he took a fumble for like 50, 60 yards, he took that and scored. But other than that, they didn't, the um, Dolphins offense haven't done much the last two weeks. I think you're starting to see teams,
3: and we'll get back to Kendall. I'll
2: uh, let me go ahead and take over. I'll say. 49ers are on a six-game winning streak. Uh that defense is looking sharp. Uh, we'll say this for anybody that's uh on the NFC, that's a team that definitely you gotta watch out for. That defense looks strong. That includes the 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 Philadelphia Eagles and of course uh my beloved Dallas Cowboys. Uh what about the what about the Bengals also on a five-game winning streak? And then I believe they they kind of broke the strat the, the uh, broke a a very unusual. Stat line right when that was with Joe Burrow being winless against the uh Cleveland Browns. Uh, but uh, what's up with the Titans, man? They've dropped three and recently to the Jaguars. Just saying, but that's kind of like what's been sticking out to me.
0: Yeah,
2: I was gonna say, did you finish?
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, the team that's starting to pack the middle of the field. Um... Back on the Dolphins now, they starting to um, pat the middle of the field against the Dolphins, make him two and throw the ball outside. We know he's accurate in the middle and whatnot, but he doesn't have the orange strengths to really throw it deep. Even on some of Tyree's touchdowns this year or some of the deep passes that that Tua has thrown, with, a lot of them have been underthrown, and that was a knock on him coming in t- from the draft and into this year. So um, that, that's that's all I was going to say there about the Dolphins. They struggled the past couple of weeks, and they got a um big game, big divisional game against the Bills on Saturday. They beat the Bills um earlier this year. Bills are missing a whole lot of start, starters, and that's the game Tua got hurt. But they still managed to pull off the um, W whatnot. So, big game for the Dolphins, and I want to see against a good Bills defense if the Dolphins can get back on track.
0: Well, since you guys took all the good games.
2: The- <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't take no good games. I didn't take all the good team. Hey, but, I, I
3: know what game you want to talk about.
0: No, actually, I was going to talk, talk about Let's talk about it, man. The no. Detroit Lions beating the no. Minnesota Vikings, baby. No, I'm not going to homer up the show.
2: Not Come done. on,
3: homer, baby. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not saying you're homer, that. but you, you, really got, oh, no, you, got a,
0: you got a lion's yeah, but behind you. you you're wearing a lion's hat. I'm yeah, oh, saying, go, go ahead. We talk about the lions all the time, man. But I, what I did want to talk about was something that actually revolves around the Detroit Lions. That's the Carolina Panthers. Now, that's the team that I had winning the NFC South before the season started. Everyone laughed at me. I laughed at myself after a few weeks. But everything is starting to kind of like level out in that in that division and it's not a gimme for Tampa man i understand right. we keep giving Tampa this division because well they've got this this celebrity in Tom Brady this all-time great this figurehead this guy that we just can't imagine not winning but what happens because if if you go back to that final season in New England people didn't think things were in that way either. And what did it end like? It ended with him throwing a pick six against Tennessee. In the so, playoffs. Yeah, so I, I was just warning people, don't be shocked if Tampa doesn't do it. Like, Don't be shocked if they blow this division because Carolina's right there on them. And Carolina has to play us in a couple of weeks too. That game could turn out to be a winner take all as far as who gets that final spot uh, in the NFC.
3: Yeah, and we're we're talking about Tampa team is having a hard time protecting Tom Brady, and it's not going to get any easier on Sunday when they play the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Well, they can't run the ball either. That's who. And they don't try to run the football, so it's – Tampa. just, man, it's –
3: I mean, but what do you think is going on with them? Because I read something earlier that said that the night before the game, essentially Tom Brady changed the whole offensive game plan, and without the coaches – some coaches even knowing. So, I mean, like, like what's going on with Tampa.
1: It seems like they're they're the only time they're good is like the final five minutes of the game. And if the Saints if if Mark Ingram doesn't go out of bounds or if, if he gets that first down or whatever, we have it. They they're on the two game. They, they lose that game. Like look at the Rams game by the, probably like a good month ago. Um, they won that game on the final drive. Like you take away those final drives from Brady, Tampa is not. They're not looking good. And the only thing that's saving them right now is the division. You put them in any other division, and and, and they're done. We're not even talking about them. You put them in any other division, so I mean, and yeah, I did. I seen that report too about Tom. Um, he changes the game plan the night before and whatnot, but it's not good right now in Tampa. Uh, I don't want to say they're injured or whatnot because a lot of that guys have came back. I think it's just just the chemistry they got that they haven't had time. But I mean, we're winding down. We only got like three or four more games here. You ain't got together yet. You're probably not gonna get together. And, and then and and the way. It, go, ahead.
3: go
1: ahead. Yeah, the way it looks right now, they're on. They're probably gonna be if they. Let's just say they win it. They're probably going to be playing Dallas Cowboys in the first round. If, if Cowboys stay at the um at at that the third spot, they probably no at, at the fifth spot. If the Cowboys stay, they're probably going to be playing um, be playing Dallas. So that Cowboys probably be playing Carolina or Tampa Bay. If I'm the Panthers, though, you know you don't have the future at quarterback on your roster, and do you want to continue winning these games and just keep furthering down your draft position or whatnot? But I know, I mean, win a win now, Lee. You want to win, but I mean that's kind of. It's kind of crazy what's going on there in Carolina. I don't know how you sell that to your fans, but back to Tampa Bay, I don't think this, this team, could we can't, like, Walt, and Walt, you hit the nail on the head. You said everybody think they're just going to automatically turn this switch on when the playoffs start. I'm starting to believe now. I, I don't think it's going to happen like that. I think they have real issues. I don't think you can just wait till the playoffs start in January just turn it on and Brady's going to be Brady and everything just going to start clicking.
3: Go, Jer.
2: No, uh, even the defense, man. Like, what happened to the defense?
0: Look at the names like, on that football team, man. Like, they're just—they're sort that... of like the NFC Chargers or something, man. Like, it's
2: <laughs> all of that Good talent. Analogy. Good analysis. All of
0: that talent. All of those injuries. It, like, when you look at that defense, man, what's happened to that defense since the Super Bowl run? Like, guys got paid. Devin White. Like, a lot of guys got paid, and. They've consistently just regressed every year. There's no excuse for that team to look the way it looks. I don't know if it's because Bruce is gone. Is it Todd Bowles? No. Is it Brady doesn't have it anymore? Is it Mike Evans is all, is almost not the guy he used to be? Really don't know. Um, but Mike yeah, Evans look. is another guy that he, what, isn't his deal coming up next season? Well, like they did. They, they, they lost a
1: few guys. lost Barrett, lost Sue, lost Pierre Paul. So they lost... They lost a lot of players there, but that, that ain't got nothing to do with how that offense is good. It ain't right. got nothing to do with that offense. That, that's Brady. That's I mean, Julio, he's been a shell of himself, but we don't think we expect much from Julio. Um, Godwin, I mean, he's coming back from the ACL tear. Evans, I feel like every week he, he can just walk, and he, he's nicked up with something on his hamstring. Leonard Fournette isn't running that well. The offensive line, you know, coming into the season, they did miss, like, um, they, they they were missing these the Stars' the offensive line. Anyway, they missed a couple starters, so – I mean, it, it's a mess right now. And Tampa, like I said, only thing saving their bucks right now is that division. That's it.
3: I think the other thing too, and you kind of did bring this up while uh, Bruce Arians, I think he's missed on the sidelines. I really, I really do. And I think he made he made Byron Leftwich look, you know, better as an offensive corner than what he's looking right now. And I understand that Tom's older and he has got some players that are hurt. But I mean, when you kind of think about what they don't have anymore from last ops or last season, I mean, Bruce Arians was a big part of that.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? Just to comment on what Kendall said about Carolina for a second, I think once your team is officially in the playoff mix, all the draft talk goes out the window. Like, that's what happened here. Like, we were all talking about the draft here in Detroit about a month ago. Then as soon as the Lions went on that run, and now they're right within striking distance of making the playoffs, that's what everybody's about now is the playoffs. I think fans want to win more than anything else.
3: Well, I mean, and just to follow up on that, I mean, people forget like people's jobs are on the line. You got to yeah. win; they're not paid to lose. So, it's
0: I mean, Steve that's man, exactly that's what fun. Steve
3: Welch is doing in Carolina. You're
2: right, it's man. Been fun it's here bu- the
0: past couple weeks.
2: It's it's a business, man. You're absolutely right. NFL is not nothing; it's a business. And then these owners are getting very weary, man. And I'm I'm pretty sure, like I mean, Tepper is a great example, right? I mean, he didn't even give he didn't even give uh, Matt Rule
3: a, a third year. So I mean, what do you think he's thinking? Because I mean, obviously he, Steve, he, he probably doesn't want to hire Steve Wilkes, or at least when you know when he started, when he was named the head coach. I mean, he made a comment. I don't know exactly what the quote was, but it wasn't very, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Encouraging words for Steve Wilkes to be the coach next season. But if they make the playoffs to the division, and uh, you know who knows, maybe they upset somebody in the wild card round. Like, what do you do? And Sam Darnold's look good.
2: And we've been hearing the Chargers champagne being
3: linked to the chargers already man and, and 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 this is crazy man well jerry i think he's just chomping at the bit i mean at this point he's gonna go where he's gonna want to go to to what team and they're gonna have to just give out whatever the saints want at this point
2: well no they they can't they really can't pull anything from the saints because he's technically retired i think i think the going right- on his rights
3: huh they own his rights still
2: yeah, no but i think that uh i think there's a a certain level where you can only get a first rounder if he's active so he played it smart he wanted to get out of the Saints situation the saints he knew that they were going to be in in a, in a crazy situation when it came to number 1 they had obstacles with the king to salary crab and all that stuff but chargers are a relatively young a young team promising young team they've done a, a phenomenal job what's his name uh, uh what's the gm's name uh Walt Pete Tom Pelesco. Tom Pelesco. I'm sorry uh He's done a phenomenal job as far as putting the right talent. I mean, man, he was patient and Herbert just fell right to him. And look, man, the future looks bright. It's just, you know, they just gotta get they gotta get some kind of energy, something they need to get some kind of right energy and in, in, in that situation. But I mean, altogether, all these teams are kind of like in the same boat. The ones that are, you know, at, at the bottom and not making their playoff pushes, they're all in the same boat. And I'm pretty sure all the coaches. I mean, even I'll tell you, I even go as too far as to say this. I, I honestly, I'm starting to look. I, I feel like maybe perhaps if the Cowboys are one and done in the playoffs, I don't think Mike McCarthy's job is safe. And I'm just being honest, dude.
0: Yeah, I don't either.
2: I, I'm just and, saying.
0: And, and Jerry, you, you know, Jerry Jones, than me.
2: Jerry Jones is 80 years old. How long do you think he wants to be being general manager and not having the results right now? You know. A lot of these teams have competitive rosters. The Buccaneers had a, a relatively good roster, man. Defensively, pretty good roster. Todd Bowles, from what I've heard, he's an excellent uh, players' coach. All the players love him, but for whatever reason, he just doesn't have the right court. I, I, well, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't want to talk down on any coordinator, but something happened with with the offense. I, I don't know if it's a relationship thing uh, between Brian Byron Leftwich or what, but. And it, it's unfortunate that a lot of these teams are are having these issues, man.
3: I mean, even yeah, if Tampa yeah. does win the division, I think I'm going to have a hard time saying that Todd Bowles is going to be back as a head coach next season.
2: Well, I mean, because they'll be yeah. one and done, right? And then, well, I mean, that and then you, don't even,
3: you don't even know if you're going to get Tom Brady back next. Well, that's my other point that I'm going. I don't think he's going to want to come back to Tampa next season.
0: Yeah, I think things are just stale there. I think that's the main thing with them offensively. Like, there's not much creativity anymore. I think Byron Leftwich play calling, as much as I love Byron Leftwich, is pretty predictable. But I don't know if it's predictable because it's him or is it because of what they have out of the players? Because we know what Mike Evans is. Like, Mike yep. Evans is pretty much a one-trick pony right now. Well, I mean, well, it was just
3: a bad matchup this weekend because, I mean, you got a 45-year-old quarterback back there trying to, you know,
2: they hold have, the they ball. they plenty of bad second. matchups
0: this year, though. No, I know, but I'm saying
2: Everybody's the audience I would, I, thought, I would like to add to something to that what Walt just said. Did you, did you guys catch that 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 situation with Jacksonville, which is crazy? Jacksonville beating the Titans, mm-hmm. but everybody was asking Trevor Lawrence, or or you know, a lot of attention was on Trevor Lawrence because he did something in the game that the coach didn't call. It was a design. It was a design run. And Trevor Lawrence saw the defensive end crashing in. He decided to suck the, the ball out, and he ran it in. It wasn't even he wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to do that. Trevor Lawrence was supposed to give. It was supposed to be a handoff, that and he Clemson. took the ball. Huh? That was Clemson. Well, I'm just saying. I'm tradition. just saying, that was like
0: Clemson all over again for him. Yeah. No,
2: no, no, but I'm saying like it's crazy that Trevor Lawrence said, "You know what? F, F it, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what's right." for us to win this game and I'm gonna you know I'm gonna abandon the play and I'm gonna score. And man, you know what? Th- that defensive end almost almost caught him. But luckily, you know, Trevor Lawrence is six foot six and you know what I'm saying can re looks like a statue of liberty out there reaching for the touchdown. But it's crazy that, you know, you got players that are 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 I mean, especially the younger players that are willing to, you know, uh take the heat, man, especially from from uh their coordinators or their or their coaches, and when you hear this, what you said that what 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 was it, Fidel, that you said Tom Brady changed up the game plan the night before?
3: Yeah, essentially he changed the game, and that's the coaches what, weren't even, they weren't even aware. That's Especially what I'm saying. Is there is there something going on
2: with Byron Leftwich? The relationship there that why doesn't he like it? I mean, why can't they just talk yeah, yeah. together and just put together a game plan that they both like? It's the weird. One, the one
3: key element that's missing again from last season it's Bruce Arians. And I, who knows? I mean, look, a lot of people were speculating about the relationship that Tom had with Bruce. I mean, we don't know, right? I mean, we're not in there. So we don't know what the relationship was like. But, I mean, what's the relationship like, uh, like with Byron now? I mean, I was I was watching, you know, clips of the game, and Tom's just looking frustrated on the sideline. He looked like he was pissed off at Byron.
2: Yeah, you can hear him talking, too. <laughs> I'm and he, he didn't slam the tablet, but he gently put it That'd down do. on the side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a real circus right now with the books, man.
3: Yeah, man, it's just crazy. But I mean, obviously there's a lot of playoff implication games this weekend coming up and one of them being Thursday night football between the San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. Essentially, if Seattle loses this game, I think they're done. I think they're out of the playoff race at that point. Yeah.
1: It's a huge game for the Seahawks. Um huge for the Huge for the 49ers, too. They did beat them earlier this year, so 49ers was the on um, the season series with the Seahawks or whatnot. Um, I would do want to see if the matchup DK Metcalf going up against that, that 49ers secondary and that defense physicality on, on one hand with Seattle, and you know, we already know what the 49ers mm-hmm. represent. They're as physical as, as it can get, so I can't wait for this matchup.
3: Yeah, I really don't see a way Seattle beats the Niners on Thursday. I really don't. They got a really good defense, that defense is just playing outstanding. They got the good running game with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Brock Purdy, I mean, I thought he was going to struggle on Sunday. So credit to him. He looked good out there against that Todd Bell's defense. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough game for Seattle.
1: It's my quarterback. That's
2: my quarterback, Harvey. <laughs> Go Seahawks. Of course, you know what I'm saying, because we, we don't want the 49ers to win. But 49ers are too tough for the Seahawks, man. I'm sorry. You're talking about. A very aggressive defense, and and they they've had Seattle's number for quite like some time now.
1: I hey, do you see like the past two weeks, Seattle's kind of came back to earth. You with know, well, the past few weeks, I mean, that past three weeks, because you know, starting with the Tampa game, and the Raiders came in there and beat them. And then um, this past game, I actually thought the Panthers would go in there and beat them. I didn't think it would be as dismantling as, as it was. Or the final score that's indicated, but Geno you know, Smith didn't look good for the most part.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, Kenneth Walker the third being out with an ankle injury. Yeah, don't hurt him game plan. I mean, he's a huge part of the offense now as well, and then DJ Dallas being out too, so I mean, they're what, through, down to the third-string uh, running back?
0: Yeah, I think they were pretty much playing a little above their heads earlier on in the season, well, and you you expect that from a young football team, though. That's a ton of talent they drafted this season, and they've gotten a lot of that talent, a lot out of, um, out of that talent as far as offensively, on that offensive line especially, and of course yeah. the defensive side of the ball, so
1: it happened. Yeah, the Panther, yeah. Panthers were just running the ball, and then they thought we were there like yeah. the second and third string running back.
3: Yeah, man, it's crazy. But, you know, what? carolina has been running the football a lot better than when Christian McCaffrey
0: was there.
2: A I will I will also add real quick, because you said 3rd they're down to third uh, back sure? right? Yeah, I, I think it's like the fifth, because Rashard Penny was the one. Who oh, ran. yeah, you're right. I forget <laughs> about him. He's been <laughs> up for a while. It's great. Cra- it's a crazy. Either, though. Yeah, well, yeah. But, no, Rashard Penny actually – finished well, last, last season off pretty strong. He actually looked like... Yeah, he hurt too, though. Didn't he? Uh, not... not, not that but I think, I think right now, the Walker, I think they just set him up pre- uh, just to kind of like save him, I think. I think he may come back this. I don't know.
3: If Seattle has any chance to win this football game, they're going to have to have Kenneth Walker play. Oh, yeah. He's got a high ankle sprain, so I mean, we don't know how he's going to be.
0: Kendall I, I mean, a look at Harry's Debo. Cool.
3: I thought Debo ripped his whole
2: freaking, I thought, at one point I thought it was an ankle, and then it looked like he, you know, I was like, oh, his ACL is torn. And look, he's coming back in three weeks, which
3: is insane. So I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, a big matchup in the NFC West. I mean, but the Niners have pretty much got their division wrapped up with their third string quarterback. Yeah, I heard it. Third string quarterback and Brock Purdy. He's, like, pretty good out there.
1: I think the Niners are they are showing it um they show a prime example of how you build a team. Great physical defense, great weapons on the outside, great running good running back or whatnot, good offensive line. That way when you have something happening at the quarterback position, you got you got you got to, you could just have somebody come in, just don't turn the ball over, whatnot, and they still build a win game. Everybody thought when Jimmy G um got lost for the year or when Trey or when Trey Lance heard that the four ers were going to just go downhill and they just been keep they just keeping on they just keep pounding, they just keep grinding. So, um, they, I think they show how you build a team. I do. I really like what Fortnite is building there. And they, they're young and they, they're just so deep at like every position. I don't think they're going to miss a beat without Debo Sammy. Wow. Well, like
2: um, when you say how young, can you explain like in what position are they young? Because
1: I mean, no, I think that, at, that at that line, offensive, at,
2: offensive line is kind of old, man.
1: Yeah, linebacker, they're, they're pretty young. Linebacker, they're pretty young back there in the secondary. In the skill position, McCaffrey, he's, he's not 30 yet. They still got Are you? I mean, they, I think I know the offensive line is getting up there in age, but we can't tell the way they're playing and moving the ball. We, we can't really tell. They're playing some good ball, and they're healthy.
2: True. I will say this. I think this is the final year that they F them picks, right? Because, I mean, they traded, what, three for Trey Lance? I believe this is the last year, right? Well, the this is the last year that they lose their first round pick. So. And then they gave up a second, a third, a fourth, and uh, I think the next year's fifth. So they still got a third round pick from the compositor. the, the what is it the, the the comp picks for the coaching staff I believe. Then they got a third round. So I mean if anything I, I'm really impressed with Kyle Shanahan. I think that he has his whole coaching staff like uh you know making weekly adjustments, almost even quarterly adjustments to uh the game plan uh, uh so I am impressed with with Kyle Shanahan and has he become the actual quarterback whisperer because you're talking about Beathard, when he took over, he looked good. Mick Mullins, he looked good. Yeah. And now
0: he ain't won nothing with any of them though. Brock <laughs> Murphy, I love <laughs> it. Mullins, Nick Mullins, look, I'm just I'm just saying this, Thank man. You. Thank you. I'm just Thank saying look, I'm just saying this. Shanahan is a hell of a coach. Hell of he a is. coordinator. We saw what he did with Matt Ryan in Atlanta with all of those weapons they had. He left Atlanta. Atlanta's never been the same. He went to San Francisco, took Frisco to a Super Bowl. They've been perennial contenders over the past five years or so. Great defense, running game, excellent offensive mind. Haven't solved the quarterback position. Yeah. Mothers, Mothers,
1: had, M- M- had that, Mothers had that one big game on Monday Night Football a few years ago with the Nines, and we ain't we have
0: we have not heard much. No no no, he right no, 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 he didn't. He have a bad game against Minnesota, like the the following week or something. I believe so, but I do remember that big game he had a Monday football. Yeah. I think it, it, the, it was morning.
3: It was Thursday night football. The Rams, it was
0: it. Oh, th-
1: thir- yeah. was Okay, <laughs> what well, Thursday night football? I remember. <laughs> the, next, <laughs> the next morning we woke up and whatnot. Everybody was just crying to him this new guy. I mean, then we ain't. He ain't done much since then. So yeah. Well. <laughs>
2: So, let me ask you a question Wal. because you i mean you're bringing up some facts man you're bringing up the, the stuff man in fact i feel like i need to wipe my my camera down right i oh, okay i'm not but are you telling
0: Microfiber. me the fiber i like that i like that cloth man
2: as well that's what well, you gotta have man we hey we're content creators baby we're, we've been doing this youtube gang thing for a long time man this is not our first rodeo but anyways are you telling me that the san francisco 49ers are gonna go as far as their quarterback takes them
0: I'm going to say this, and I, I say this consistently every season come playoff time all throughout the regular season. It's going to come a point in time where your quarterback is going to have to win a game for you. You can't hide them. Wild card weekend, divisional round, and NFC championship. It doesn't work that way. It's going to come a game where someone's going to get on that defense. What if someone jumps on that defense? Because things happen. So what if someone jumps up on Frisco 21 nothing?
2: You're just saying like, let's just say like the Eagles.
0: Yeah, the Eagles, or even Dallas, for that matter, or or anybody, anybody can catch San Francisco slipping, or anybody can catch anybody slipping and jump up on on ten nothing, fifteen nothing, twenty one nothing like that. So yeah. right now it's working because that defense is great.
3: Well, I mean, look how good does Mike White uh, look when he's trailing in games? Well,
0: Mike White,
3: Mike Purdy. I mean, look, he's only what that was his first career start. Yeah, I don't see him making it to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, I just don't. Defense is good, running game is great, Uh, but I just, I just don't see him taking them that far.
2: What didn't look pretty for Brock Purdy was his first game when he had 37 passing attempts and there was only 17 going to Christian McCaffrey. So it was like, oh, we've never seen the 49ers kind of like you know put the get, I mean put put the brakes on the running game. And allow, especially a rookie, to to rip the ball thirty seven times in one game. Well, so
0: I will say this, Jerry. Going back to Iowa State, he was good at what he was good at under for, Matt Campbell.
2: For, for what? For what? Like about a year? A, a Short season? passes.
0: Short passes. That's it. Like there was there was nothing downfield, but within that Iowa State offense, not the final season. That final season, that offense stunk. It they was Breeze Hall, and, and pretty much that's it. But uh, yeah, and, and then. Charlie Kolar, he also struggled that final year at Iowa State, but he was good at what he was good at, short passes, short to intermediate passes, no real pushing the ball downfield. So is he another clone of what, you know, Kyle Shanahan loves as far as his quarterbacks? Because none of his guys have really been big-arm guys, like even Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan was never really a big-arm guy. Matt Ryan was really good in the short to intermediate game. And timing,
2: can we go back to even Matt Schaub?
0: I like Schaub until Schaub just started having a case of the pick sixes and, and things just went completely downhill for him. But, um, well, Schaub was good in it. Did he have Schaub in Atlanta?
2: Uh, I don't think uh, he was. It was Matt Ryan, no, but hey. then, wasn't he a part in Houston? of Houston? He was a backup, yeah. I, think,
1: of he, back, I yeah. think he was
3: in Houston, yeah. He yeah. was, yeah, yeah, he was Schaub in Houston with, um. Or at the – oh, my God, I can't I forgot the name, too. Offensive coordinator, Alabama? Bill O'Brien? Uh, I'm going to look this up. Hold on. I'm going to look this up. Hold on. Bill O'Brien. That's him. Bill O'Brien. Is hey, it Bill O'Brien? Hey, hey. Yeah, it was. Hey, hey, he had some good years for, for the Texans. They were a pretty good team with Darren Foster and running that rock, too.
1: No, no, you said uh, – no, they had Gary, you remember they had Gary Kubiak then on Bill O'Brien, right? I, wait a minute, wasn't
0: that, Wade Phillips, the head coach over there for a
1: second? Uh, he yeah. was the coordinator.
2: So, okay, look, he was with the Houston Texans in 2006 at, as a wide receiver coach. And then in 2007, he was the quarterback coach. And then in 2008 to 2009, he was the offensive coordinator for the Houston Texans. Uh Let me check that. Let me see who was the coach then, though. Um, I believe that was
1: Gary Kubiak was with uh, Sean. Was it, was, it was Gary. I yeah,
2: think it was. was Gary Kubiak. Yeah,
3: it was. I remember now.
2: Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he's a part of he's Gary Kubiak is a part of. Uh, well, yeah, Gary Kubiak collapsed on the. Remember that? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So he did have Matt Schaub. Yeah, didn't
0: yeah. he have Brian Cushing too? Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what? It's let's,
3: funny. Let's not speak it about up. him
2: though. I saw a highlight
3: earlier. We <laughs> <Brian Cushing laughs> did show that, right? Oh,
2: let's football. Let's not
0: speak. Let's not speak about Brian Cushing too
2: much. Football, uh, footballism, right? Where he was built different, and you just yeah, see you different. see him. He darted and he hit somebody with his yeah. helmet, and then he took his helmet off and headbutted it. Yeah, that guy was crazy. Man. That dude was intense.
1: Hey, man, man USC has some linebackers: Cushing, Clay Matthews. The Matthews Ray Magalula was uh, yeah, Ray Mal- Ray Lula. He's with, with the Bengals linebacker. They had some guys there, man.
2: It wasn't
3: even Taylor Mays there at that time, too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Anyways, amazing. I don't know how the hell we got there, but uh,
2: um, the
0: Houston Texans and Taylor Mays. Oh, yeah, no, but- we're talking about <laughs> quarterbacks that
2: that yeah. uh, that that um, Cal Shannon has had. So we'll he, see what
3: happens. We bring in one player, and then we connect them to other players, other coaches, and yeah, yeah that's the, that's all
2: the beauty about football. That's why people love football so much, man. We can go,
3: we can go for hours on this stuff. So, with that being said, who do you guys like to win on Thursday? you're one on the Niners? Yeah. Is there any, even a chance that Seattle wins? Let me let me say let yes. me check, let me
2: check the odds real quick, just so we know. Let me see what I real quick.
3: Well, I got the betting odds right here in front of me. So right now the the Niners are three and a half point favorites.
2: Wow. So are at least giving them that. What, yeah. what's the what's over under? Uh
3: 42. Yeah, we'll see. I like uh I like the Niners that win on Thursday. I don't see them losing uh, this game. They handled
0: I, I, them earlier in the season.
2: They did handle them earlier in the season. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the
3: 49ers. Yeah, and then yeah. this week we actually got some Saturday action. So we got three games lined up on Saturday. We got the Baltimore Ravens uh, going to Cleveland playing the Browns. I mean, look, we don't even know who's going to play quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson's hurt. Tyler Huntley got a concussion. So that's a big game because essentially now Cincinnati's in the driver's seat. If yeah. they go to Cleveland and lose, I see, I see Cincinnati win this division now. I mean, they're just they're playing really good football right now. Lamar Jackson's hurt. Uh, we don't know when he's gonna be back. I don't know, no, man. It's tough. The AFC, yeah.
2: AFC, starting to kind of like it's starting to uh, shape itself out. Uh, you know, because it, at one point, remember at the beginning of the season, we were like, AFC so stacked, and now it's kind of like, our. You know, at one point, I was uh, I was banging the banging the the drums for Tennessee Titans being one of the tougher teams, and and they got beat up by one of the softest teams in the entire AFC. <laughs> man, so am I? Is am I telling
0: lies? Well, no, I mean we've discussed Tennessee quite a few times,
3: man. Derrick Henry's turned the ball uh, the ball over a couple times hey. in those teams too. Harvey
2: Harvey likes your Lions, man. He he, he has a comment on there. He Says uh, if Lions win if against Lions the
3: Jets, again. they will win out. Yeah, they're going to beat the Jets, Mike White. I
1: hope go. I hope the Lions do beat the Jets. Oh yeah, so get the like that. A lot of teams. We <laughs> yeah. hey, The listen. Lions beat the
2: Jets. Hey. The Lions winning hey. out. That's that's the question. After the Jets are the uh, do the Lions win out?
0: It's hard for me to say because that, that Carolina game next Saturday scares the hell out of me, man. Because right. Car- Carolina's gonna have something to play for. And that defense has been very damn good <laughs> this season. So um, Hey JC
2: Horn finally making making uh
0: and our- and it's on the road now. What about Jameson?
1: What about Jameson Williams getting into the action over the weekend? I think
0: we yeah. offensively we have the we have the firepower to compete with everybody. But like I, said, I think I'm more worried about that Carolina game than I am the Jet game. Honestly,
3: yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and pick that game on Saturday. The first one, uh, what was it?
0: Ravens and Browns. Baltimore yeah. Ravens,
3: Cleveland Browns. Right now, the Browns are two and a half point favorites.
0: Ooh man! And have they I'm still not go scored with- a touchdown <coughs> under Deshaun Watson? Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna go
1: with Baltimore. I'm gonna go with the DeBron- Watson doesn't look right. I mean, that's due. I mean he's been out over a year or whatnot. I'm gonna go with Baltimore. I think they are just gonna find a way to get a um get a win. I okay, mean, defense is playing good. Raquan Smith had a pick late this past week against Mitchell Trubisky. That's not surprising. But um yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Baltimore And a close one. Divisional game I always caught I think Baltimore had, they swept them last year, but I think they won like four straight against the Browns. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Baltimore in this one, a close
3: one. I'm gonna go with Cleveland. Um... I'm gonna go with the Browns too, man. First home game for Deshaun Watson. They've been on the road the last couple of weeks. I like him at home. The quarterback situation is too much for me right now for the Baltimore Ravens, so I like the Cleveland Browns win at home.
2: I like Browns, too. Uh, like you said, Deshaun Watson finally got uh, – I, I believe he had his, what, his first passing t- TD also. I don't know how many I – I didn't really check the stat line, but
0: – Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Cleveland, too, man. Like, Who's starting the quarterback for the Ravens? It Trace McSorley or somebody?
3: No, he's actually in Arizona. No, he
0: is. <laughs> yeah. So isn't, this isn't is an undrafted McSorley? rookie. I oh. forget. No,
3: no, it's not a swirly. <laughs> another McSorley. It. I want to see his last name is Johnson. I could be wrong. But, but Josh yeah, I Johnson? Want to you
0: know Josh no, Johnson? He's with the Niners. Okay.
3: Yeah. So um, yeah, I like the Browns. And then you got the the midday game. Uh, Let's see who uh Indianapolis visiting the Minnesota Vikings. A big game for the Minnesota Vikings because the Vikings Vikings
2: have to get back on on track.
3: Because I mean, look, the Lions, I mean, it's they're not out of the division yet to win it. I mean, Minnesota would have to lose out, but yeah, we've seen crazier things happen. Uh, but obviously, big game for the Minnesota Vikings right now. They're a four point favorite, yeah. That's
1: about that line's about right. I'm gonna go with the Vikings. Can't wait to see if Stefan Gilmore and Justin Jefferson matchup. That that's gonna be a must see TV. But I'm gonna go with the Vikings. Um, uh, at least by ten, I'm gonna go 31-17 Vikings.
2: I'll I'll take the Vikings. They they need this. I I trust me. I saw I've seen the Colts, but man, I don't really. I'm not trusting. I don't. I really don't like. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm not trusting the, the Colts right now.
0: Well, I'm not trusting either team. But I'll trust the Vikings a little bit less, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Colts to pull the upset. Oh, hey, so Colts, are, seen... Colts coming off a
1: bye, right? i
0: am are they? No, yeah, they are. They, no, they are. Yeah, 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 you're right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I'm gonna I'm bring that. I know I said about ten. I, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twenty-four um, twenty Vikings, but it's Colts coming off a buy, and you know, last time we seen, it, they got embarrassed by the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. I'm going to go with the uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings but it's going to be a close one. The Colts going to stick in there. they had extra week to prepare for the Vikings too.
2: Hey and, and the and the quarterback for the Ravens is Anthony Brown. He was formerly of Oregon and Boston College. Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, so uh just Yeah,
3: no. Well, I like the Browns pick. So I'll stick with my Browns pick. Yeah, I'll stick with uh, the Browns on that one. Um mm-hmm, No, no yeah. but I get you with the Colts.
2: They, uh, re- re- regardless the Colts have a, a a pretty good defense that could stack up well, with Yeah.
0: I, and I think the main thing is like well Being able to see the Vikings play Detroit twice and seeing what Philadelphia did to them and seeing what Dallas did to them, I see the Vikings for what they really are. Like, they have a problem with really physical football teams. And the Colts, they're they're not much at quarterback, of course, not right now, or wide receiver to skill positions, but they're still a good defense. They're still a physical football team, and they still will generate some against some yards on the ground. And so. that Vikings
1: defense is not good. So not even at all. a bad. It can make a coach's offense that ain't good look real good.
2: And now you're trying. Now you're now you're getting me to sway, man. I don't I don't like this when you start dropping that knowledge. No, well, Jerry,
0: one. just think about it. You guys, no, no, no.
2: I, that's why you made you, me. You, think you about guys, it.
0: you guys kicked the teeth in. Philly kicked the teeth in. We were up by fourteen points on Minnesota inside ten minutes before the half. Both games. Both and the Patriots decision. had Patriots had their best
1: offensive offensive score output the whole year against the Vikings. Yeah, we were. And we, we all were. know about that.
0: We all know about that Patriots offense. Yeah, and I mean we were a five minute collapse in week three away from being two and zero against Minnesota.
3: Yeah. With all of that being said, I like the Minnesota Vikings at home. They got too I, much to play for, man.
2: I, I'm going back, man. Give me the codes, man. I, damn. Well, why why'd you do that to me?
0: Cause, man, I'm gonna just say this and. I mean this with the utmost respect. The Colts are one of those raggedy teams that can jump up and beat anybody on any given Sunday. We saw what they did to the Chiefs. One of those teams that kind of rag at quarterback, can't figure that position out, inconsistent on a week-to-week basis, but we're tough, we're physical, and we run the football. How do you think Tennessee win the games they win?
3: Well, they're not winning the games now. No,
0: they're not. They're not. <laughs> no because
3: <laughs> that, that last week,
2: last week, Derrick Henry rushed 17 times for 121 yards and had a touchdown. But he had a fumble. He had a huge fumble. And somebody knocked him out right in the sideline, man. I mean, I've never seen Derrick Henry. I mean, it it, it looked like Mike Tyson punched him right in the jaw, man. It's crazy.
0: He's their identity.
2: He is their identity.
0: Yep. And then the the nightcap. Um, You got
3: the Miami Dolphins traveling to Buffalo and playing the Bills. Uh, forecast for this road game: road. It's gonna be very cold. Uh, one or two inches of snow, could be more. Um, I like Buffalo in this game.
1: I like Buffalo. I want to say big, but only reason I want to say big is because Miami did beat them in the first meeting. But on uh, uh, division divisional game, should be close. I'm going Bills by ten. Um, I think look for Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen to get back on track. Diggs had an off week this past week. Going up against Sauce Gardner and that jet that physical Jets defense, they really put up a lot of numbers. Needed Gabe Davis. But I'm gonna go with the Bills because they need this game. They were, um, they had lost their first two divisional games, so um, did they 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 beat the Patriots, beat the Jets, so they can go ahead and write the wrongs, and they gonna go ahead and close out and beat the Dolphins, and um, and um, and Dolphins like I said, Dolphins beat them earlier in the year, but Bills get them get them back this week. And one thing about Buffalo, man, when when teams play them, they kind of get banged up. They're a physical team, man. They've been causing a lot of injuries this year. Um, Jordan you back, that Michael Hyde starting to gain his feet back. Um, I look for a big game for Stefan did too. Stephon Diggs too, could that Miami Dolphins defense? They added um Chubb or whatnot, but they have not been playing good.
2: Buffalo Bills have won four straight. Uh, Dolphins
3: have dropped two straight.
1: Mm-hmm. I like seeing Terry to have well.
3: a big game in this game. Running back for Buffalo. Um and they're seven and yeah, a half in favor.
2: I like Buffalo, man. I, I like Buffalo in this matchup. Like you said, uh Kendo, I think it's, it's it's at it's at Buffalo's right.
3: It's at Buffalo. Yeah, it's in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, there's cold. They're you know what's there, yeah. you know what's interesting is that. So obviously they play in Los Angeles this this past weekend against Chargers on Sunday Night Football. The team had heaters on the sidelines. What keep the Dolphins players warm? <laughs> heaters. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're hearing that right? Heaters, because there was a breeze. So far is an open stadium, so yeah, it's domed up, but essentially there was a like, you know Wynn can still get in there. So imagine
2: how they're going to be <laughs> when you go to still Buffalo. Get
0: in there. Oh man,
2: I will say this. I like their, I like their head coach, man, uh, Mike McDaniel. But uh, in this case, I, I just don't. I mean, shoot. I mean, I know they have the firepower with Tyreek Hill and all that, but I think Buffalo already has everybody back, right? Kahir Elam, Elam, their first round yeah, pick, Elum's and back. they got, they got Tre'Davious White back. So I like that. I like that matchup, and and their defense is still, it's still relatively tough. So yeah, give me the Buffalo Bills in that one.
0: Yeah, I think the Bills are hitting their stride right now. and they, so they got a lot to play for. If they lose this game to Miami, that means that week 17 matchup against Cincinnati on Monday night is going to be epic because they that means they can't afford to lose that one. And I believe Cincinnati, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say this. If the Bills lose to this game against the Dolphins on Sunday, they lose that division. Yeah, the Bills are not losing this football game. I do not see that happening. If they do. <laughs> and Tua goes out there with no sleeves. Because you know he's not wearing sleeves. You think he's going to wear sleeves?
3: Sleeves or no sleeves, it uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> it <happen> again. sorry <laughs> yeah Sorry.
0: Oh, man, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to do it either. Like I said, I just think – I think Buffalo is the better team. We debated this a few weeks ago. I think I was the only person that thought Buffalo was the better team, despite the fact Miami had beat them early in the season. But yeah. –
3: well, I mean, that's the other thing I was going to bring up. You think they forgot about that game? No, nah,
0: they.
3: You did. think they forgot about how they lost in Miami and um, offensive coordinator? My God, I can't even think of his name right now. Um, losing his shit. Oh, uh, press box. Uh, you're Just talking for, about uh, uh, Miami and Dorsey and Dorsey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So trust Former me, Miami they're going to have some. Hurricane great. Yeah, they're definitely going to have some from Miami on Saturday. I have no doubt about it. Well, flu. It is Bills Mafia. Should be fun. We got football Thursday, we got football Saturday, we got football Sunday, we got football Monday. So with all that being said, gentlemen, any final thoughts?
1: Hey, calamari got hurt. <laughs> He's He's got
3: about At the beginning of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I did mention it did tear his ACL. Uh, yeah. Like
2: like teacher says, it's an evil world out there.
0: <laughs> hey, more time oh, what, to play what? Call of Duty.
2: Oh, well, real quick, oh though, so
0: so where where does if you well outside of him, we know how we pretty much understand how this is going to affect him for Arizona. Where do you go from here? Like Cliff's they've gone. got a lot of they got a lot of underachievers on that team on that defensive side of the ball for damn sure. They well, got I mean, a quarterback, do do Hopkins. Who, yeah, they got him? a quarterback. Who, he was a, well, well, yeah, Hopkins too. He's
2: he's thirty one.
0: Yeah,
3: DeAndre Hopkins. is thirty one. 30. And how much have you really gotten out of him? He was
0: suspended, what, the first six games this season?
1: Might be 31.
0: Yeah, so I mean, older well, wide receiver. I mean, not, not to mention your quarterback was already kind of regressing before the injury, and he's a mobile quarterback. He's also a small mobile quarterback. He's not – you can't expect him to really be the same if and whenever he does come back. So, But you, yeah. you invested so much money in him. He,
3: Look, yes, I'm gonna man. make a. I'm gonna make a bold prediction. I think the Arizona Cardinals are gonna try to get Sean Payne to be their head coach. I don't know if that's gonna be possible, but I can see that. The only way that Kyler Murray can improve and be better moving forward is with the new head coach. It's not gonna work with Cliff I, I, I'm not you gonna lie to you. I, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think any head coach wants to deal with Kyler Murray, man.
0: That's what I was just about to say. Like, but you, you can't know, split with him? the
3: – well, you can't split with the quarterback and, and the coach this offseason. Well, one, the quarterback just got hurt yesterday towards ACL. So he's gonna be more than likely out for the full year next season. I mean yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean but I mean you, you gotta you gotta do something. You can't I know you gave Cliff an extension this offseason. I just don't see him coming back. I really don't
1: in see an AC, him. A AC, an ACL injury to a quarterback that loves to run and escape out the pocket, that's that's not good. So I think at least probably missed half the season. I don't know about the whole year, but It'd be interesting to see what the Cardinals do. They're going to have a pick. Do they look at a quarterback? Do they look in the free agent market? I mean, they got to do something because I mean, they got some nice young pieces on their team. But then with that division with Seattle coming, San Francisco, I don't think the Rams gonna be that bad next year. I think they could they they'd be a little better. But on the Cardinals, they could be on the outside looking in. Maybe some big changes coming to Arizona this offseason.
3: Well, I mean, they got more they got more issues in the quarterback too, though. Harvey, yeah. why do you
2: think he Harvey says Champagne is not going? Well Why? maybe
3: because Kyler's hurt. He's not gonna be there next season. I, mean, I don't know. I was really thinking that before that he
0: got though? hurt. Would you huh? really want a piece of that of that organization though?
3: i, I no, I don't like the
2: GM Steve Klein. Yeah, yeah,
0: the, yeah ownership has a, a bad reputation.
2: Just the the Chargers owner owner has a bad reputation too. Yeah, Dean Spanos. I mean, he might
3: not even own the team next season. I don't even no, know why Champagne would even flirt about going with the Chargers. Well, they're cheap for one, so I don't know why he would want to go there. And you yeah, understand Justin Justin Herbert? Arizona's but cheap. You're gonna have to pay the quarterback. <laughs> I just yes. see the two organizations. I just seem different, and obviously Justin Herbert is a better quarterback than Kyler Murray. But you're gonna have to pay Justin Herbert now.
0: Nobody oh, no, no, uh,
3: what's the going rate? Fifty mil. Uh, I mean, who knows? What's Lamar Jackson gonna get? Oh, he says nobody wants Arizona. That's Trust good. me, there's only 32 of these jobs in the league. Someone's going to want to be in Arizona. I was, just,
0: I was just about to say that, but it's, it's funny when you just take a step back and look at the collapse of Arizona. It, it will, was it ever really built? Because then they start, what, 8-1? and one, Was it last season, the year the year prior to that? It no, it was last season. Well, the last couple this, of
3: seasons, they started out good, and then the second half of the season, they just collapsed.
0: Yeah, you know, if. I find this funny because they got rid of Josh Rosen mainly because he was quote unquote an arrogant know-it all a jerk and this and that and then you go and you <laughs> you you ship him out and you go draft another guy number one overall who has teammates ex-teammates and people around the league saying the same things about him I don't know it's just it's something about Kyler that comes off really Jeff George's to me man.
2: Oh is 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 this whole no, situation Jeff damn yeah. but well, you just no, but, the,
0: but no yeah, but you trying, trying to give you trying to give Kendall
2: like a run for his money for the almanac or what
0: I'm just saying this man there's no I don't do that I love there's... it I love yeah, it uh, you George... need it
2: a... we need more of this well
0: well I'm just saying this when you have talent now he's not as big as Jeff George I'm not sure if he has the, the same arm talent as Jeff George but when you have talent at the quarterback position, they will give you every opportunity to fail. Kyler will be on his third coach before they finally lead, let him go.
3: Well, he's about to get on the second one next year.
0: I can almost you guarantee can you that.
2: Harvey says Kyler Murray is trash. I
0: to no, call One, man one trash
3: man's trash is another man's treasure.
0: One who man knows? Trash. <laughs> one man hey, trash. I, I wish,
1: I wish I we could get LaShawn McCoy. You get a Harris,
3: <laughs> would you
2: like Kyler Murray with the Raiders?
3: Mm, that's a good question. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he couldn't lead fish to water. <laughs> well,
0: you know what? Sean McCoy did make a valid point. I thought I was the only person that noticed how it's always he whenever say? he throws an incompletion or whatever, it's always
3: the... Oh, Sean whole... McCoy,
0: it, it, said, it's McCoy always said that Kyler is
1: trash. He plays backyard football. He just runs around.
3: Oh, man.
2: But Kendall, we we kind of said that. Me and you said that. Then we Kendall like like we said that like a while back. Like it was only a matter of time before you know Cardinal the the whole Red Sea right. I believe that's what the Cardinals go by. The Red Sea was going to get frustrated with the style of play that this that Kyler Murray plays with. Man, I mean, you can only run around so much. Before, you know what I mean, you have to actually pass the ball. And this guy has not taken the time to learn a three step, five step, seven step drop back. And I'm sorry, man. I am not I'm not I'm I am not i i I'm not liking Kyler Murray at all.
0: Golf.
3: <laughs> boy, oh boy, how the tables have turned.
0: I've never I've never been a big, a big Kyler Murray guy, man. Never. He's got a nice arm or whatever it may be. But, no, if if we're talking about a guy who's going to lead the offense, lead the locker room, lead the team, and then golf is, of course, to play way better. Hey, this look, game. this injury,
3: I mean, it could do Kyler good. Self-reflection. Hey, what, what kind of quarterback do I want to be moving forward? What kind of leader do I want to be moving forward? I mean, who knows? But, I mean, one thing I do know, there's only 32 jobs of these in the NFL. Someone's going to want this job. As bad as we, we talked about and how bad it is, of course. someone's going to want to be there.
2: I believe the Cardinals is one of those teams that's never been to a Super Bowl, right? They oh, have no. been. Kurt Warner. Yeah. They've just never won it, right? That's correct. That is correct.
0: Yeah, I mean.
2: What was it for James we Harrison going we yards. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That was the first thing. I, as soon as I said that, I was like, no, Kurt Warner. Cool.
0: All
3: right, well, with all that being said, thank you, everyone out there, for watching and listening. Enjoy the games, and we'll talk to you guys on Sunday, on Sunday kickoff.
1: See ya. Hi, I'm Mark,
3: and I'm Peter. We're the founders of ElectroCast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. ElectroCast networks include
1: Ruby for female empowerment, the Best Business Network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices and
3: we really appreciate your support. So keep listening to Eletriccast podcasts and
1: hear the culture. Electric. Electric.
2: Welcome to tuning in to Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body and soul.